This episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast is brought to you by the Replanted Conference. Join us next year in Chicago, October 24th through 26th, 2024. Visit replantedconference.org for more information. You're listening to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Ryan and Kayla North, hosted by Chris Turner, a One Big Happy Home production. This podcast equips parents to empower their children and build healthy relationships throughout the home in order to see lasting change and thrive as a family. It's for families of all kinds, especially those who are parenting kids through adoption, foster care, kinship care, or in the process. The Empowered Parent Podcast is a developmentally informed, trauma-sensitive, connected parenting resource. To learn more, visit at OneBigHappyHome.com. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. And I've always wanted to say this, we are recording before a live audience. <laughs> yes. We are so at fun. the Replanted Conference. We are in the middle of well, everything because people are walking by, people are stopping by, and uh, we're just going to talk and kind of ignore them right now. <laughs> Uh, I am here, as always, with Ryan and Kayla North. Hey, guys. Hey, Chris. Chris, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're joined by our friend, uh, Carrie Ann Stanfest. How yeah, are you? I'm doing great. Awesome. Uh, Carrie Ann and her husband, Will, uh, are, are friends of the show, friends of the podcast. Uh, we've known them for, for, qu- for quite a few years now. And uh, they have their own podcast, The Connected Parenting Minute. Uh, so we highly encourage you to check that out as a great resource. And Carrie has recently joined the One Big Happy Home blogging team. Correct. Awesome. She has a new article out about the dangers of isolation. And we wanted to talk about that today. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, somebody say something about so it's really hard to talk about isolation. Like when sitting, you're sitting, sitting by so many people on the concourse with people walking by and like give me thumbs up. Well and there's people are taking pictures of us doing this is awesome. Well in isolation, like this is the the place where you go when you're feeling isolated, you go mm-hmm. to a conference like this, right. so you realize that you're not alone, right? Right. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. I'm going to go to this conference so that I can go, oh, wait, there are lots of other people. Or convince yourself you're not alone. Or convince uh. yourself you're not alone. Maybe. I mean, it's because sometimes we do that, right? You're like, that's oh, I true. went to a conference. Yeah, that's I'm true. good. Then you go back home. Yeah. I liked this morning they were they were encouraging everybody to make sure you've exchanged numbers or emails with somebody and connected with people just to make sure you don't go home and, and continue being isolated. Curry made right? it sound like a night out at the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, did you uh, get at least two numbers? Did, did, you, get some did you get some numbers? <laughs> <laughs> All of us knew what he meant. Okay, no. now everybody wasn't in the room knows what I thought he meant. So. <laughs> Still fun to talk about. Make fun of him. Hi, Carrie. Uh, hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, I like so, how we're pretending like we just bumped into her. Yeah, yeah right. like we just bumped into her. Let me just That's grabbed right. her as she was walking by. Sit down and be on hey, the podcast. how you been? That's right. Oh, my gosh. So, okay. So, tell me why you wanted to write the article on isolation. I'm guessing it's personal. Well, it is personal. I think that we often will, I mean, you're talking about being in a conference, right? So we're here surrounded by all these great people and a lot of people that stories we connect with and stuff. But it was interesting because we were just in a session with Cindy Lee and she was talking about lies that we believe. And I think that if we don't address the lie that we're not alone, that we can, even in this big group of people, we can still feel alone because we're not willing to be vulnerable and we're not willing to share our story because we're like, nobody else understands what I'm going through. Yeah, that's true. I knew a guy who, uh, I mean, he wasn't like a professional musician, 
or any or anything like that. Speaking of Cindy Lee, that'd be way better if this was being videoed. But speaking of that, I, I knew this guy, and he just used to he played like in a cover band, like in you know bars and stuff in my hometown. But he also wrote some original music just because he liked the outlet. Yeah, I remember him telling me one time about a song he wrote that, that he that the the chorus was, even when I'm in a crowded room, I still feel alone. Mm. Uh. And I hadn't really thought about that, that even when you're surrounded by people, you may still feel alone. Yeah. 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 No, you do. And I think a big part of that is intentionally choosing to be open to people, intentionally choosing to allow, even if you're like, nobody else gets it, that you're going to let people in and see you. Yeah. Because when you let people in, eventually you are going to run across someone who does get it because right. they're going through and experiencing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had several people just this weekend that have come up to me and said, when you were talking, I was like, are they talking about my life? <laughs> like, <laughs> it just felt so real to them to to find somebody else who had been through similar circumstances. And so I felt like that's why we do this, right? Yeah. That's why we connect with other people because somebody is going to benefit from your story, even if you're feeling isolated. Right. And you may benefit from someone else's story. And so just sharing those things, sharing those moments and, and being able to be like, okay, I know this sounds crazy, but... <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, my kid did that last week, you know? <laughs> and you're like, oh, I, I don't think, feel so alone. You know, I think when, when you're, you're talking there, um, all of us may have different details, Yes. To our stories, yes. but the overarching meta theme is the same. Parenting is hard. Mm-hmm. My kids have stuff that I don't completely understand, mm-hmm. and I yeah. don't know how to help. Yes, right. Yep. And I'm like, like when you are, are they drilling <laughs> something. This is so awesome. I cannot this wait to hear what this sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> I we may not be able to release this episode. Dallas is going to be like, this uh, is crazy. There's so much noise. I think you're going to discover <laughs> the true genius of Dallas Station's audio abilities. Because he's going to make it sound like we were sitting in a basement all by ourselves. <laughs> oh, back to being isolated. Isolated, yes. You like we're that, definitely sitting not isolated. By, <laughs> sitting in the basement by yourself, you like that? I, I, oh, yeah, that's good. that's good. Know, nobody laughed, so maybe it wasn't that good of a joke. <laughs> it probably wasn't that good, but it's all right. I Chris, just, what you got? I still love you. She, I still love you. Like, like her love Even is Even when conti- you make bad jokes. So her, her love is contingent jokes? on having no, funny jokes? No, see, it's not contentious. It, wow. Content. <laughs> it's Even not. though your joke wasn't funny, I still love you, buddy. I just want you to know that my love is not conditional. <laughs> there you go. You can tell bad jokes and I'll still love you. Okay. Do you think still, feels like it's conditional. <laughs> I have to say, it's really fun to see you guys like interact. Like, <laughs> I think there should be video at some point because it's hilarious. This is that. my whole life with I, these I two. I can see that now. <laughs> like, people say, so, so you and Kayla are married. So, so like, what is what does Chris do? And I used to say he's the host, but now I just say he's the referee. <laughs> <laughs> There are nights. Oh, yes. <laughs> you yep. know. Boy, you really want to. You want to really peel the curtain back. Be in the pre. Be be in the thirty minutes before we hit record. Oh dear oh, gosh. Yeah. They're like, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. Let's talk about this. And they're like, oh, we don't want to talk about that. Well, they don't ask me what I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like, should, oh, should 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 we plan? No, we should hit record. 
Oh, my gosh. Which is true. So that, we have some good conversations that way. And, I mean, it helps that we're married. It does help. Yep. Yes. I mean, it helps that we're married. And it helps that we've been friends for more than a decade now and have done vacations together. So so I know we, we, we're going to talk a little bit about isolation and stuff more. And maybe we'll do that in another episode. Yeah. But now I just, I, I just felt like we should talk more about Carrie Ann. Oh. Okay. Oh. Because it just, She's no. like, that's not what I that's signed up no. for. <laughs> <laughs> well, too bad. You get the mic <laughs> in your face. Congratulations, <laughs> Carrie Ann. Welcome to the show. Um, Thanks for no, no, I was just thinking, because her and Chris are sitting next to each other. You guys can't see that. And I just realized that we met Chris and Kelly at, uh, at Family Camp. Okay, and um, and that's where we kind of figured out we wanted to do this podcast thing together mm-hmm. by by getting to know them. Well, with when the week works out and with the kids getting the Turner kids getting older, um, most of the time now it's actually impossible for you guys to come to family camp because it's usually the first week of school. Right. So you've gone, and I will and carry in and fill the slot. <laughs> So I'm going to call her New Kelly. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's a joke. I'm not going to call her New Kelly at all. Kayla just took a selfie, and she's like, well, there's me and Chris and Carrie Ann, so we can be in the picture. I was trying. I was trying to see if I could get a little video captured on this, but I can't. So that's all right. So, you know, back to isolation. It's a funny thing, though. No, seriously. I thought we were talking about Carrie Ann. Well, it's about to be a question for her. Okay. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, I was just thinking that it's hard to feel isolated like, like cognitively, you're like, how do I feel isolated? I'm never alone. Mm. There's eight people in this house. There's ten people in this house. Tell everybody how many people live in your house. Uh, we have ten people who live in our house. Ten people live in their house. Like, and even in the midst of that, mm-hmm. you feel isolated. Mm-hmm. Unpack that for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's easy to feel. It, it, maybe it's not so much that you feel alone, but you feel... Like the things that you're experiencing, nobody else feels that experiences it the same way that you do. Yeah. So, you know, I do have a lot of kids who always ask me questions and there's always somebody around. In fact, I was just reflecting that in the last three years since we moved into the house that we're in, I've probably been at my house by myself, like maybe one time for like an hour, which wow. is really crazy. That is. I mean, we have a big house. And so, I mean, like some of my other kids have been in the house longer alone than I ever have. Yeah. But it is, is that feeling seen. You know, I always think back to that, that phrase that we come into the world looking for someone looking for us. Yeah. And so I think when I talk about isolation, it, and, and it being our trap is because we're looking for someone and not everyone is going to be looking for us. And it's hard because you, yeah. then you do, you know, you have friendships where you seek out that friendship and you are chasing out that person. But when you're having a hard time, if they're not somebody coming and checking in on you, you feel yeah. like you're alone. Mm. And it's hard. It's hard to get out of that. And But it's an active thing. And that's what I want to try to remind myself and remind other people that we have to try. We have to be looking and recognizing that it is a lie, mm-hmm. that we're not alone and that we need to be seeking others and inviting them into relationship with us yeah the thing that struck me about what you just said mm-hmm. when you were describing the home and how you can be there with some of the other kids mm-hmm. but the house is big enough that you don't you're not seeing them right that's really the distinction i think in this case of being alone versus being lonely mm-hmm yeah oh that's good yeah, yeah. right like because you can be alone and not feel lonely Yes. And vice versa. Yeah. You could not be alone and feel lonely. Mm-hmm. And 
going back to what you, how you finished then, mm-hmm. um, the importance of finding a community. So, you know, my friend Jake, uh, who's a friend of the show, and we did a, a breakout session together. Also a Houston Astros fan, and fan as somebody from Dallas, Texas, his friend of the show status has been suspended. <laughs> temporarily. Of the American League Championship so Series. Temporarily 20, suspended. 2023 ALCS is over, yeah. Uh, but, you know, Jake and I text each other all the time because, A, we have mutual loves of things like baseball and nerd stuff and that sort of thing. And we're both adopted dads, right? And so but because we're both adopted dads, we know what those struggles are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like a couple weeks ago, he sends me a text message. Hey, can I vent for a second? And I'm like, absolutely, dude. I was out mowing the lawn. I, and I told him, I said, hey, I'm mowing the lawn, but I'll check your messages in a couple minutes. And so... He just, I said, fire away. And so, you know, it's, it's weird that you could have therapy with your friends over text messaging. <laughs> but, but sometimes, you know, if that's, yeah, that's the best good. resource at, at that time for you, that's the best resource at the time for you. Yeah. And it, it takes away that feeling of loneliness, that knowing that right. you're speaking something out there and there is someone listening to you. Yeah. And the one other thing that just, just crossed my mind is that sometimes those friendships change. Yeah. Yes. And that can be really hard, especially yeah. when you depended on that person in a certain way and their season of life or your season of life changes so much. And that can be that can be hard and it can be painful and it can also make you really shy to start seeking those people again. Yeah, yeah. that's true. For that's sure. good. It's, it's, it's like it's like if you eat food and it makes you sick, you're unlikely to want to eat that food again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because because, again, it's just it's just one of the ways your brain protects you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was painful. I don't like pain. We're not doing that again. Right. Right. Yeah. I went full yes. Johnny Cochran there. <laughs> I don't like pain. We're not doing that again. Put that on a t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> we, we do actually just need to have an episode where we just read all the things we want to put on t-shirts. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That'll be too long of an episode. Why, why couldn't they stop at one plus one? <laughs> Wasn't that good enough? <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. That's from our son who hates math. <clears throat> like, how do you hate math? Anyhow, oh, an episode for another day. <laughs> no, I was thinking with Chris talking about the texting, you know, yep. texting friends. Sometimes I think pre-COVID, like, we all thought you were only in community if you were in the room with somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then during COVID, we realized we can't be in the room with other people. We have to figure out other ways to have community. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be your only way of community, but I think, you know, I mean, we've got friends all over the country yep. that I can't be in physical community with, but I know I could call or text if I had something, mm-hmm. you know, that I needed to talk about or vent about or just wanted somebody to go, I see you. I see you right there. And I understand we've been there. We've done that. I'm praying for you, you yep. know? And so I think, Sometimes people feel like, well, I can't get out of the house. I have like all these little toddlers at my house. There's no one to watch them. I can't find respite. I can't. How can I have community? You can have community virtually. You can have community when your kid goes to bed and you have a conversation with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you well, know. I remember that's how we met Will and Carrie Ann. We just put on, yeah. on the internet. We had little meetups with people who were during stuck at COVID. home. Yeah, during COVID. Yeah, stuck at home. And then I think you were on one. And then the mm-hmm. next one, you and Will were on it mm-hmm. together. And that's how we met them. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we just all, it was just like this virtual hanging out together. And it can be real community. It's, no, it's it, produced real friendships. Well, the other thing that it is, it can the, the, the act itself can be real community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but the results of that can be uh, can be like like human interaction. Carrie Ann sitting four feet away from us. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Uh, Absolutely. We we met and knew each other over Zoom for 
couple of years. They, they've mm-hmm. slept in our home. We've slept yeah. in their home. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, she says, our house is big. I just need to, I need to explain <laughs> that to you. They bought an old church that had been, uh, converted. That had been re- like converted in the inside into rooms and stuff. So it is, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a pretty cool, I mean, pretty cool setup. Yeah. So listen, um, was your house that was steeple? It actually it did, but they took it down because like there's this whole story behind it. But there was a steeple for a long time. That's so cool to see the steeple on it as a house. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. The house steeple. <laughs> it's weird though that to watch TV in their living room, they do have old wooden pews. <laughs> <laughs> Super comfortable. Uh, Super comfy, yeah. It's just a joke. Uh-huh. Um, it prevents you from falling asleep. That's <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. So, so Kayla, That's like, what we need in our house, apparently. Oh, my gosh. If we I fall sit down asleep on, our couch, on the couch like, so much. Oh, my gosh. I fall asleep faster on our, sitting on our couch than I do laying in our bed. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's true. It's a little weird, man. So, uh, you, Kayla, just said, um, no, now we have friends all over the country. No. And you know what I heard? So... Um, so when we came to Chicago, I went on Turo, which is like, you know, the Airbnb of cars. Correct. And and because you can get nice, like really nice cars for the same price of getting like, you know, a, a VW Jetta or whatever yeah. from the car rental company. And so I'm like, it was cheaper. And so I booked us a Jag SUV and I told Chris, but then but then the, it was canceled by, by the host. Yeah. And so I had to scramble and got a... Um, a smaller car, a different car, not quite as fancy as a Jag, <laughs> um, from the car rental company. And so Chris, through grit, so, so you have to grit your teeth, you know, to make it work. And he goes, Ryan, be a good lad and bring the Jag around, friend. And so Kayla said, I, I heard the you Jaguar. Say, you have I heard, to bring the Jaguar around. I, but I heard you say, Kayla say, we, of course, have friends all over the country. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I heard it in my head. And oh now that's how we hear in my head from now on. It's, it's how right. it should be heard in your head, oh, my friend. Oh, goodness gracious. We summered with the Stadfests in <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> it's cooler there. I mean, you know. I'm that's already, true. I, I don't, why don't we, like, go just around the country? With, we have people we know everywhere. Because exactly. we're not rich. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> there, there's that. <laughs> there's that. Details, details. Jobs, details. things that keep us at home. Okay, School one day. kids, whatevs. Well, so there's one more comment that I wanted to make that just occurred to me. Is The other thing is we need to know how we like our love language, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Because there is also you can feel lonely because someone's, you know, maybe loving on you or, you know, being a friend with you the way that they relate yes. with being a friend. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's the signals get crossed, yeah. you know, because mm. my husband is a gift person. I am not a gift person. That's like the least important thing on my list. <laughs> yes. And so we have. Does he know? He does know. He <laughs> does know. Just check it. We've had He's lots slow, of conversations. Now, <laughs> took a couple of years to figure that one out. But, you know, when I send texts to some of my friends I haven't seen in a while, and to me, communication, that's, you know, checking in on you. I don't get a lot of friends who do that for me, but yeah. I also haven't made a lot of friends aware that, you know, just yeah. a random text yeah. means mm. a lot. That's true. Yeah. You, should, you should let people know who you are. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. really good counsel, right? Because for Chris, while, while you know, one of my languages is, is the spending time together, mm-hmm. like, if you just want to make me the happiest dude in the world, she'll say, hey, let's go watch a movie. And even though we're actually doing something, right? We're like sitting, we're holding hands, you're not we're interacting right. directly with one another, but you're but we're with together. one another. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned from my friend Chris that his love language is leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, like Chris, I was gonna invite you to hang out, 
but because you want to be left alone, I'm going to invite you to stay by yourself <laughs> and be alone. Well, that's what he got. He's like, hey, Chris, the rest of us Thanks are going to so watch a movie. <laughs> no, he likes watching movies. <laughs> but that's, a, that's, that's, good, that's good advice, though, because we tend to love people the way we want to be loved. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. But we also tend to um, judge people based on how we would have acted in the same situation, mm. uh-huh. which feels like another episode. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you're just dying to get out I think that's about isolation um, before Mr. Turner? Because the wheels are out now, bro. Yeah, well, I, you know, I would just say, um, as Carrie Ann just so eloquently stated, you know, understand your own love language. Get that love. You know, find out your friends' love languages yeah. mm-hmm. so that you guys can be on that same page. Find community where you can find it. As, as Caleb pointed out, you know, if it if it's gonna be virtual, then it's gotta be virtual. Yeah. But it's better than being isolated. For sure. Because mm-hmm. isolation just sends you down that spiral. You know, yeah. shame, depression sets in, and that's just not a great place to be when you're trying to you know, parent kids from hard places. Well, so. yeah. well, the other thing though, I know I said land, but you just made me think of something. <laughs> is like for our kids though. The virtual communication is way more important to them mm. than it is to us. It's way more prevalent because you think about, like, so the, the three years of the COVID pandemic, although in Texas it was like 18 months. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but I'm not trying to scoreboard any states. I'm just telling you about my lived experience. Yeah. Okay? And, so, and, and so in the midst of that, kids became hyper-dependent on, mm. on virtual communication. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I tell parents this all the time. I know you think that you need to take your kid's phone away from them. But it's not, it's, not, it's not the punishment it was. Mm. It's now way more significant yep. than that mm-hmm. because yeah. they're actually well-trained to communicate with other people this way. Yep. So it's actually a good connecting exercise with your kids to start communicating a little bit more virtually. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're in a family text when we were at KFA in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And, and we got a text and, and, and our oldest son goes... Why are you texting each other? Aren't you in the same house? <laughs> <laughs> They're in adjacent rooms texting each other. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. Except to try to understand and do it more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all of our kids, I think, are digital natives. They haven't known a world without this technology yeah. in it. And it's how they stay connected. Well, yeah. you know, our oldest is off at college. That's how we stay connected. He might. Yep. Davis, Kelly, and me have our own group text. Yeah. Uh, mostly, it's just funny memes going back and forth yep. most of the time. But uh, other days, it's like, hey, yo, know, how was X class today? Because he's got some classes he really likes. He got right. a couple he struggles with. You know, just kind of checking in every now and then. It's a it's a great way to, to stay in touch because, like his yeah. father, he doesn't like talking on the phone for long periods of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, text is know? way better. But, but texting is way better because that's how he yeah. communicates with a lot of his friends. You know, primarily so yeah. yeah okay well everyone thanks for listening uh everyone who stopped by the table thanks thanks for stopping by and uh take care bye carrie ann bye carrie ann thank you for listening to this episode of the empowered parent podcast if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to discuss in the podcast you can email us at podcast.onebighappyhome.com Please like and share the podcast with your friends and family, and you can find us on your favorite social platforms by searching for One Big Happy Home. Thanks for listening.